insurance. I paid for really good insurance for like three years. Now the high plan when I really only need the high plan, but just in case we get pregnant, Mm -hmm. we're going to pay for the high plan. And so I knew this, I had a $500 deductible. And the first time I called, they were like, yeah, it'll be, you know, that plus like the hospital expenses. Like there's some things that the hospital can't charge for probably a couple hundred dollars more than that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, you know, we're getting out of this probably eight, $800 is, will be the total birth cost. Then when I talked to my insurance company most recently, they were like, oh no, you have a deductible and the baby has a deductible. There's some things that are billed directly to the baby and some things that are billed to you. And I was like, holy cow. So they said that it could be up to $4,000 each. So total up to $8,000 total for this birth. And I was like, I never even thought of that. Like, I just assumed that it all went under my insurance. I'm a first time mom. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Hey, this is Allison, and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast, where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. Today, I have one of my good friends, Kelly Ann Smith, with us. She is, at the time of this recording, pregnant with her first baby, and she's going to be talking to us all about how she budgeted and saved for her very first baby. Kelly is the owner and founder of Freedom in a Budget, an investing and personal finance brand dedicated to educating people on how to grow their income as well as how to spend, save, and invest their money. If you are a mom-to-be or a mom in general, you're going to love this episode. Let's dive in. Welcome, Kelly, to the Inspire Budget Podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining us and sharing all of your great baby on the way wisdom. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So you're pregnant with your first child. Congratulations. And I know that you have a passion with helping people learn how to basically live on less, right. And write a budget. So I'm curious, just, I know you have your finances in order, but when you found out you were pregnant, were you a little bit scared about the cost of a baby? I was more scared of the cost of the unknown. Because Ooh. I'm I'm a big planner. So I need to have like everything in order, all the budget in order and everything. And there's just so much unknowns with a baby from hospital bills to what do we need to buy to this to that future cost on the roads of like ballet lessons or soccer or whatever. Like, <laughs> it just was very overwhelming of like, I can't control this. I don't know how much everything's going to cost. This is stressing me out. Okay, so were you, you were, sounds like you were stressed about like the entire lifetime of the baby yeah, and paying for it. <laughs> like it, it all just like flashed before my eyes, not just like a, let's get through the next nine months of this pregnancy. It was, how am I going to do this? And what about this? And it wasn't like a, we can't pay it mm-hmm. because we have set ourselves up. Now, if this was like five, six, seven years ago, it'd be a totally different conversation. Mm-hmm. But we've set ourselves up. So it's more of like, we can pay it, but just, well, how much? If that means we do this, and then does that mean that we can't do this? Or does that, we we have to shift things in the budget? And like, it's all possible. It's all fine. But this is, this is a lot of unknowns and I'm a control freak. And I don't, <laughs> I don't like losing this control. Yeah. So it sounds like you and I are in completely different places. Because when I first had my first baby on the way, it was just, how do I survive? Mm-hmm. How do I even afford to have a kid? Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you that no matter where you are with your money, sometimes things happen in life and sometimes it's a child that can cause us to be a little bit scared yeah. and to question, you know, what, what exactly are we going to do? What What's the next step from here? So how did you do it? What did you do specifically once you found out you were pregnant and you realized, okay, there's a baby there? 
What did you do financially to make sure that you were ready for this? And, and by the time that this comes out, by the way, you will have, your daughter will be here, but we are recording this while you're still pregnant. So, so what exactly did you do to make sure you're prepared for baby's arrival? I made a budget. What I always do is I always make a budget and just kind of like brain dumps, like, all right, what's every expense that I can think of that's going to come up in the next I would say like pregnancy and then right after pregnancy Mm -hmm. with hospital bills, all that stuff and kind of estimate it. And then as things up, I just tweak it. And I really had to tell myself like, Kelly, like it's okay for it not to be exact. It's okay Mm -hmm. for it not to be perfect. And it's okay to be a a working document, which our budget should be anyways, a working document and flex and flow and be like, all right, this happened. Let's, let's adjust, you know, not just cry and throw the whole thing out the window. (laughs) no, let's adjust. And so I had to do that throughout the process, but I really just like sat down. And then when I could visually see a budget in front of me, then I was like, okay, we can do this. We can manage this. This is totally doable. Mm -hmm. And just like visually seeing everything really just put me at ease because otherwise it was in my head Mm. and it was, we got to do this. We got to buy diapers and bottles and this and a breast pump and insurance and all this stuff. And it was just so much over in my head, I need to like brain dump it all out so that I could visually see it and be like, all right, we got this one thing at a time and just work through the budget. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that you got to brain dump it and get out of your head because I Mm -hmm. think so often whenever it stays in our head, we worry. And that's when we just get stuck on this cycle of not actually solving any problems because all we're doing is worrying about them. And so when we can get those out of our head, then you no longer have to worry. Am I going to forget it? Am I going to forget about this? Because it's written down. So it leaves space for you to think about other things. So when that happened, when you did that, did you start saving money each month? Like what was your next step? Once you figured out your budget, what did you do? Did you set aside money in a savings account to help Mm -hmm. get prepared for this. What did you actually do? What do you recommend people do? I did two things. I started saving, putting money away in a savings account or a sinking fund or whatever you want to call it. And then I also went through the list and was like, okay, what can we buy used? What can we buy Mm. off of Facebook marketplace? Like there's some things that I know ifs, ands, and buts I'm buying that. Like I'm not buying used. Like some people do like to me, a car seat car seat. Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy used because you don't know if they were an accident. Like, unless I really, really, really know them and like, right. know for sure they live next door and I can see their car every day type Mm -hmm. of thing. That's something that was just non-negotiable for me. We're buying new other things. I was like, okay, a play mat, a, a baby carrier, like they hold in the front, like a cloth baby carrier, a bath mat set thing to keep the baby upright. Like those are things that I bought on Facebook marketplace. So I went through and was like, These things either have to be bought brand new by me, my registry, or, and then these things can have to, can be Mm -hmm. bought used if, if I don't get them new. So I kind of went through and that way it really helped me just to see what can I save money? Where can I save money on buying used items? Yes. I did the exact same thing. We had this idea of, okay, what am I, what do I need to get brand new? Mm -hmm. And then I thought, who, who can buy me this? Like I knew my mom Mm -hmm. wanted to buy me the car seat and the stroller combo. So I kind of set that aside for her. And then, or maybe it wasn't my mom. My mom bought me my breast pump because back then you didn't get any insurance money Mm -hmm. for a breast pump. So I had these ideas of, okay, here are these big ticket items. How am I going to get them? And then what is left for me? And I did the same thing. I would actually (laughs) this, I feel like you would like this. I would wake up and on Saturday mornings, I would have a plan of 
garage sales I would go to. I would go on Craigslist at the time because they didn't have Facebook Marketplace. I would go on Craigslist and I would look for local garage sales because my husband always worked on Saturday mornings. And I would drive to these different garage sales. And my thing was, if it was safe for me to buy used and if I could wash it, if I could run it through the washing machine, the dishwasher, or if I could clean it, then I would buy it. And so I got like a baby Bjorn for $5. Like you mm-hmm. said, a mat, different things, I, like a swing for the yeah. swing was bought used because they, it was lightly used. And mm-hmm. I was so desperate to save money that I think that even though you were in a financial position to probably buy everything new, you knew you didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And was that ever a struggle for you? Like, oh, I want everything to be fresh and new for this baby. Or were you just like, no, it's okay. I was fine with it being okay. I grew up in a daycare. My mom ran a daycare (laughs) out of our house for 16 years growing up. So I was used to use stuff and whatever from the daycare, but it also gave me peace of mind. And like, not that I need permission, not that I need the okay, but I am on a public platform and I do have a personal YouTube where people will judge, but I really was like, you know what? I can justify spending money on a snoo on a fancy smart bassinet for my mm-hmm. techie husband. And I can justify that purchase because I've done X, Y, and Z to save money. Not that I need their permission, not that I need, mm-hmm. you know, they're okay, but it did make me feel better. Like, you know what? All right. We're saving a lot of money on buying things used. Like I told my husband one thing, I said, this is normally a hundred dollars. And he was like a hundred dollars. He's like, I paid five bucks for that. And I was like, yeah. Well, I paid 15, but (laughs) he's like, we're in the wrong business. And so I was like, you know what? I saved $85 by buying this used. Mm -hmm. Like if you add up all of that, then that totally has paid for all the splurge items that we did. Mm -hmm. So it was a great way that we could kind of justify it in our heads. Exactly. Today's episode is brought to you by my free budget class. This budget class is all about how to write a budget for your best life without giving up your weekly latte runs. In this class, I'm going to be covering the three massive mistakes that everybody makes with their budget and why they are costing you money. And I'm sharing with you these mistakes so that way you can stop making them. I'll also be sharing with you the secret to finding more money in your budget each month so that way you can do whatever you want with it. And I'll be sharing my four-step framework to budget for your best life without giving up what you love. This class is hands down incredible and it has so much value. You can sign up for it at inspirebudget.com slash free class or just click the link in my show notes. I'll see you there. So what has caught you off guard? I mean, as you're preparing for baby, as you're getting everything ready to go for her arrival, what has caught you off guard financially when it comes to this? Cause you can't, you're, you can't expect everything. Like you said, you can't expect mm-hmm. perfection. It has to be flexible, but there's also going to be surprises along the way. So I'm, I want to know what has surprised you. There was a big surprise, <laughs> a big surprise. And one that I'm still wrapping my head around and one that I'm just like, Holy cow. And that is insurance. So we have real, I pay for really good insurance. I paid for really good insurance for like three years. Now the high plan when I really only need them to high plan, but just in case we get pregnant, Mm -hmm. we're going to pay for the high plan. And so I knew this, I had a $500 deductible. And the first time I called, they were like, yeah, it'll be, you know, that plus like the hospital expenses. Like there's some things that the hospital can't charge for probably a couple hundred dollars more than that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, you know, we're getting out of this probably eight, $800. 
is will be the total birth cost. Then when I talked to my insurance company most recently, they were like, oh no, you have a deductible and the baby has a deductible. There's some things that are billed directly to the baby and some things that are billed to you. And I was like, holy cow. So they said that it could be up to $4,000 each. So total up to $8,000 mm-hmm. total for this birth. And I was like, I never even thought of that. Like, I just assumed that it all went under my insurance. I'm a first time mom. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy that when the pediatrician comes in, that's billed under the baby, not under me. When they do this test, it's billed under the baby, not under me. And so that was really, really eye-opening for me of knowing that it could potentially be a lot more expensive than I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, I had babies, gosh, nine and seven years ago. And I remember it was like $5,000, I think all in for me and the baby. And I did not have good insurance. And that was only the hospital. That was not my gynecologist. Because I don't know about Mm -hmm. you, but I paid monthly. Like I paid before the Mm -hmm. baby was even born. You pay up front before they even deliver the baby. Is that how it is for you? So they actually, which I'm a little bitter towards this, but they, (laughs) they had me pay in full for all of my prenatal visits, Mm -hmm. but my paid now I'm, I got pregnant in May and then I'm delivering in April. Well, probably I feel like I'm delivering next week or tomorrow, but February, March is what I'll be delivering. And they made me pay everything before December 31st, which I'm like, Y'all just screwed me because otherwise mm. if it was after, then my deductible would have been gone, gone to the next year. Oh. And then I would have taken care of my whole deductible for the year. So now I had to pay my deductible for 2021 and then again for 2022. Okay. Oh, see, but, that's hard. And that's like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to sound terrible. Like sometimes you just have a baby and you just, you can't plan it out. Like my first yeah. was a complete surprise. It was like, you get what you get and, and that's mm-hmm. it. But for my second, we very much try to play the game of the insurance game, which is so sad. And so teacher insurance, I was on teacher insurance at the time. I mean, I still am because my husband's a teacher. It runs September 1st to August. So it runs Mm. September to August. It's not January to January. So the whole goal was to have a baby in the time, get pregnant and have a baby sometime after September for your first appointment and have the baby before the next mm-hmm. year. Otherwise you have to hit two different deductibles and our deductibles yep. are $5,000 each per person. So mm-hmm. it was very much this, it's very much this game of yeah. how can you make sure that you have a baby before this is up. And unfortunately that's because of insurance and mm-hmm. I get it, but it's, it can still be very frustrating and it can make it more expensive than you originally think, which is you know, what happened to you. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I got pregnant, cause me, cause mine runs during December. So if I got pregnant in January and delivered in October, it'd be one to deductible. Exactly. Since it runs two years, you get screwed. Yeah. So I, I totally get that. And I think that that's something that people don't think about and they don't mm-hmm. realize until they get pregnant. Yep. And then you're like, Oh, so we didn't realize that for our first baby, it just worked out really well for us. Mm-hmm. It was our second child that we were kind of trying to like time it. And, mm-hmm. and my, I ended up giving birth at the very end of August. So we barely met it. Cause if he had been born in September, we would have had the second deductible had to, had to kick in. But anyway, has there been anything else that's thrown you off guard in terms of paying for a baby or anything that was more expensive than you realized? Just a lot of the little things. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many, like when I was making my registry, I was like, we need this and this and this. And I remember my husband scrolling through like, 
why do we need all this crap? Like, what's all this crap in the garage? What's all this stuff? And I'm like, we need this and we need that. And like, it, and then I got on Facebook Marketplace and then had like a field day. And then yeah. I had to stop myself because I was buying things that I was going to need six months to a year down the road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Kelly, just buy what you need now. Like yes. six months to a year, you can search on Facebook Marketplace at that time. There'll be new people selling those things at that mm-hmm. time. You're not going to lose out on the deal. There'll be a different deal. And I really had to like rein myself in because it's just so overwhelming mm-hmm. of so many things. And then I was driving all around the world, all around the county, like 20 <laughs> miles this way, 25 miles this way, 10 miles this way. And to pick everything like, up. Yeah. I think, I think that's thing. like a very, it's something that catches people off guard, right? Is mm-hmm. that you want to, you want to spend more money during this time Yeah, because there are all the things, there are all the options. So not only do you have the high costs of just having the baby in general with the medical costs, but then you also have the want and the pull mm-hmm. to spend more money because it's new and exciting or fun. And you, you get sucked in by all the things that there are to offer. So I think that's very interesting. So let's say that there is someone first time mom, how do you recommend a first time mom budget and save for a baby? If they're just sitting here thinking, I have no idea what I need to do. What steps do you, do you have for them? I have a template where I did a video where I oh. went through my, my whole budget. So you can kind of like see that and get a visual of like, here's some things that mm-hmm. things to think about type of thing, but just start making a list and also get plugged into mom groups on Facebook. I found some awesome mom groups that you can go and search by your due date. So for me, I typed in due date, March, 2022, and I'm in two Facebook groups. So you go by the due date and then they're with you for the whole like time and asking questions and like, Right now, because we're getting down to the wire, we're all talking about our hospital list. Like, what are we packing for the hospital? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. I want to pack for the hospital. Oh, I know. And so, like, get plugged into those groups, and you'll really get a lot of great resources, and people will just like spit out ideas. And some people, the stuff they say are crazy. So, just take that with a grain of salt. But just find other resources, find connections of people that you can to ask questions, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be embarrassed by them at all. Okay. So give us some money saving tips for preparing for baby's arrival. So we have set up your budget, right? Mm -hmm. Shop on Facebook marketplace. Can you give us a couple of other things that a new mom can do to help save money? Yeah. With shop on Facebook marketplace, like really sit down, like we said in the beginning and really decide, okay, does this need to be used? This just, does this need to be can I buy it used or new Mm -hmm. and determine that another one is just really prioritizing like, okay, what's a need and what's a want because there's definitely those times where you're like, okay, but it's adorable. (laughs) Okay. This would be great, but let's just put it on the registry, you know, Mm -hmm. and if it gets bought, it gets bought. If it doesn't, it doesn't take advantage of your registry completion discount. Ooh, what's that? Hold on. I don't know what this is. (laughs) So with Amazon specifically, I don't know about the other ones. I think some of them other are, they're catching on as well. Okay. With Amazon, if you do, I believe it, don't quote me on the dates, but I believe it's six weeks prior to your due date and six weeks after your due date, you can get up to two discounts. Okay. So it's, it'll say on Amazon, um, eligible for completion discount. It's a 15% discount. Oh, so you will then make one big cart. You can only do it in one in cartfuls and you add it to your cart and then you can apply the discount. So what I did is I did one a couple weeks ago after I had my first started Braxton Hicks. I was like, okay, let's yeah. start. <laughs> my babies could be here anytime. Let's start with these. Cause I'd been procrastinating because I was adding mm-hmm. things. 
So I did one, uh, this is how I'm doing it. I'm doing one before with all the necessities that like things I really, really need beforehand and got my 15% discount. I saved like $150. Like on everything, like multiple items. It's not 15% on one item. It's the entire thing you get. Wow. As, as long as it says that it's eligible for the completion. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's some things that it didn't, but like most of the, like most of the registry type items Mm -hmm. it was. Okay. So I did that right before, or, you know, just a week ago. So right before you give birth. And then what I'm going to do is because you have up to six weeks after you give birth, Mm. I'm going to do another one right, right before then, like any of those last items that I'm Mm. like, Hey, I need a cradle brush or, Hey, I need, I tried out bottles. I like this specific bottle. I want to buy more bottles or I want to buy more diapers. My, my baby really likes these types of diapers or whatever it is. And you can stock up that way. So that, wow. and then you get that 15%. So it's only two times that you can use it and okay. it's 15%. And so six weeks before to six weeks after. And so it's just, you don't have to do anything to get it. You just have to create, have a registry. I think you have registry. to have your registry, like the items on it be like 60% full or something like that. Okay. Like recommended items. Oh, okay. So it's easy. Yeah. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not know this. I wish that they had this for like other life things like, Hey, I'm writing a book. Let me have a Amazon discount as a congratulation for, you know, signing yeah. with a major publisher or, Hey, I cooked dinner for six nights in a row. <laughs> Amazon. Can you, can you send me an award for that? I would really appreciate it. Like, can we, how can we get this more in our life? That way it's not just for like people having babies, but it's just for other things that we do. Right. Right. You're even wedding. Like yeah. Wedding registry or anything like that. No, they don't have a wedding registry on Amazon. They they have a wedding. I don't, you don't know a, if they have a discount. It's been a while. I don't know if they have a discount. It's been a yeah. while. It's yeah. Been a while. They may so. now. Okay. Well, I'm sure that any, any first time mom or any mom that's even just like having a second baby, you forget, mm-hmm. you forget about these costs and financially what you can do to just make it a little bit less overwhelming. So thank you for sharing about that. Can you go ahead and share with the listeners where they can find you? Sure. I'm on YouTube, Kelly Ann Smith, Instagram, freedominabudget.com is my website, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we will go ahead and link to that budget template video that you mentioned where you're actually going through your baby budget. So that way people can see like, okay, what did, what did she include? Let me put that on mine. Or maybe I don't want to put that on mine. Or you just want to be nosy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fine too. (laughs) That's, that's the most fun way to do it. Okay. So at the end of every episode that I have with a guest, I love to ask three questions just to get to know you a little bit better. The first one, I don't want you to think too hard about these, right? It's just just off the top of your head. What is one thing on your bucket list that you want to do? I think the biggest thing is go to Norway. Ooh, Norway. Norway. Why Norway? My grandmother's from Norway and I would love to go see the fjords with like the Mm -hmm. river and the mountains on both sides and just absolutely beautiful. That would be awesome. Is your grandmother still alive? Mm, no. no, no. So did she grow up there? No, she, her parents came to the U S when they were in their teen teens. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Has she ever been, did she ever go? Oh, yeah. She in did. fact, my mom, she, when her grandmother, so my mom's grandmother, mm-hmm. so my grandmother's mom was going on a trip and my mom used to collect stamps. And she said, Olga, her name was Olga. She said, Olga, can you get me some stamps when you're there? And she was like, no, 
And my mom was like, oh, okay. And she's like, get them yourself. <gasps> but that was her way of saying, I'm taking you with me. Oh, that's so I used to always be like, Rami, can I get some stamps in Norway? And she's like, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. That would be so cool. Wouldn't it? To just, I know, right. Surprise. You're going to Norway. Yep. Pack your mm-hmm. bags. Yep. Okay. So the second question is you have three hours to do whatever you want with no interruptions. How do you spend your time? Don't judge me. That's okay. Um, I'm not going to, this is a judgment free zone. All right. We're going to get specific. We're going to be. <laughs> okay. What, what are we doing? <laughs> you will probably not like this, but. Oh, I already, up. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> oh. What curled up in like better the couch with the cats, a bowl of ice cream on my pregnant belly mm-hmm. resting, you know, cause I have a built-in shelf now. So I yeah. can get advantage of it. Watching some type of like murder show type of thing. Like, okay. Oh my gosh. Just, so, yeah. <laughs> so anyone listening, one thing you need to know is that Kelly and I talk almost daily via Marco Polo, an app that's amazing. And she and I have so much in common, but in, when it comes to <laughs> like our choice of TV shows or podcasts or any, like our interests complete opposite <laughs> is so opposite. And I'll be like, what did you do last night? She's like, I watched the show that you would hate. It's about, <laughs> and she goes on this like terrible, terrifying show that I'm like, I would have nightmares. And she's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I watched this romantic comedy. <laughs> it's, it's just complete opposite, but it's, it's funny. We know it. So as soon as she said you would hate it, I knew exactly, yeah. knew exactly what you were going to do. And just okay. to clarify, I like the like police detective part of the murders, not the actual like murder part. Like I like no, how they like, yeah. the ballistic testing and they like interview the people and they like figure it out who did it. That's what I like. Yeah. You like the, the, the hunt. Yes. Have you ever, I always get like sponsored ads, like targeted ads for that hunt a killer game. No. Where like they send you, it's like a monthly subscription and they send you more clues to hunt this killer. Oh goodness. And it's like this game box thing that you're supposed to do. You should, you should totally splurge on that one day. But, but my question <laughs> is how, like, does it ever end? What if you cancel your subscription? You just never find out who the killer right. is. That's my, oh. that's my question. Or is it like, oh, this game is the subscription is six months long. And by six months, you'll have everything you need. I don't know. And I feel like that yeah. you would like that. So, okay. Last question. And really it's just finished the sentence. My favorite thing I've ever spent money on is. I would have to cheat and group this into it like oh. a category, but travel. I mean, that is kind of cheating. So what trip, which trip, <laughs> which trip just off the top of your head what's a trip that you have like amazing memories of, I would say a trip that I took to Africa. Oh, I was, when Jamie and I first started dating, we went on a mission trip to Africa. Mm-hmm. So we like raised funds and then we had to pay the rest right. um, to it. But we went to Zimbabwe and Zambia. Wow. We dating for, oh gosh, like three months, two or three months. And we both got, it was right when Ebola came out. And we both oh my got gosh. sick. And everyone's like, do they have Ebola? And part of me thinks that I did. But wow. like deathly sick. And we were like, this is, if we why, can make it through this, then we can make it okay. through anything. I'm sitting here wondering why this is one of your favorite trips, but, but that, that was at the you? very tail end. Okay. Like, I got sick like as we're going to the airport and okay. then like through the airport oh. traveling for two days in the airport. All oh that my stuff. gosh. But it was just so amazing. Like it's so beautiful. We went mm-hmm. on an elephant back safari. We went to Victoria Falls. Wow. We, Victoria Falls. we did 
AZ and Boozy Cruise. We worked with kids. We did. It was just so much fun. Wow. The culture, the food, everything was a blast. It sounds amazing. I'll have to add that to my bucket list. Yes. Going, going to Africa. I'll have to choose. Yeah. I feel like you have to, you can't go. There's so many countries. I know there's so many countries. You can't go to them all. So how do you choose the one to go to? Because mm-hmm. I don't ever anticipate being able to go like multiple, multiple, multiple times. So it, it feels like you have to yep. do a lot of research. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to link to all of your things down below. So that way everyone can find you, follow you. And I appreciate you joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was fun. Talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Kelly and I hope you go check out her budgeting for baby video where she walks you through a template for how she actually saved for her baby. Ultimately, I hope this podcast episode helps you live your best life and reach your money goals. I'll see you next week.